is some Joe Show. Nobody wants to be there. Need some big band show tonight. Just can't take this damn parade. Who cares? a two-mile way to get past the damn green line. I like that. Vomit. Good morning. I'm Joe Murray. It's the Joe Show. Anything goes today. I'm back. Uh, I've been obviously the the DraftKings over under show just ended. Uh, Hockey season, well, here is over. Uh, So no more hockey show. Uh, So I'm Joe Murray. I'll be holding it down for the next two hours. Tucker Silva is going to hang out as well. Um, Obviously, hockey over. So they need, I did this last year. Uh, as well so i like to hang out for a couple hours with you guys and i'm sure for those who've listened and i, I will say this thank you to all the listeners here at 98.5 the sports up for making us number one uh we've been killing it even here on the weekends uh as well so thank you for all the listeners and uh, i've actually had people hey what's the joe show coming when are you gonna do that saturday stuff because tucker you know that i like to keep it light because the the over under show is like, oh, did you know that the last time the refs series on this series, it's a lot of numbers ten. being it's, thrown around. So we got to take a step back, take a breather. I mean, I can't even read the headlines right. You know what I mean? No, like uh, Russell Brand, or no. uh, you know. Um, so it's you, you just got to take it a little uh, a little light. So uh, on the agenda today, uh, there's a few sports things that got to get out there. Uh, the Kemba Walker trade, we'll we'll get into. Um, I've been talking about the 2022-23 season for a couple couple, couple of weeks now. Uh, And I think the Celtics are doing the same thing. So we'll uh, get into that in a little bit. Uh, Some hockey stuff, some football stuff, and all that, and whatever. Um, Dan just brought up best outdoor spots to go in the area. Uh, We have that on the table. Um, I've been watching a ton of TV lately. Dave came back this week. Uh, If you watch the show with Little Dickie. Um, there were two episodes this week. I thought they were okay. Love the series. Yeah, I heard their first two episodes weren't great. First one wasn't great. Second one was better. Okay. I know what it I is. I think, yet, I think so. Dave's just, be, he's becoming more of like a whiner now. And like his friends are starting to like, you know, like, I don't know. I need more rap. I need more rap from little Dickie. Cause I know he's very talented. Um, I, I just watched a bunch of shows. Uh, mayor of Easttown, I thought was great. I'm on uh, episode five of that. Okay. So far, so good. Don't talk to I me. I know I'm behind on that, so. I've been known to be a spoiler. Yep. Yep. Um, don't talk to me because I'm. I'm uh, so I, I've watched that, Handmaid's Tale, which is fantastic. This past week, oh, my God. Is that the one with Elizabeth Moss? Yeah, dude. Okay. She, she is. I don't have Hulu. She so. should win an award because the show's disturbing as it is. Um. The things that happen on the show are disturbing. The show itself is, is really good. Um, but she is incredible. Um, and this past week was really good. Um, and then I watched City on a Hill. I think I told you about this one. I, uh, I'm all caught up with that. I didn't yeah. see you in the background. I Joe. know, man. I thought I was going to be in the mo- in the show. But uh, 
Now, did you see the scene that you thought you might have yeah. been in the background of? Yeah, it was when, uh, I don't know if you remember, he he meets his wife's mother out. Yes, at, yes. That, that's that's the, the restaurant? That's okay. the restaurant, yeah. Well, that was fancy schmancy. The huh? hotel, uh, the Omni Omnipaka. Gotcha. Um, yeah, they were having there, and I'm like, this is me. This is where, this is where I'm going to be, yeah, waiting for my you. pizza. <laughs> they should have left me in, man. They should have left me in. Uh, also, I've been watching these great series on Vice, and I was telling Tucker off the air. Ain't, so Vice has the dark side of wrestling, and A&E has these, like, biographies. They, they've they literally been crushing it. And I'm a wrestling fan, but even if you're not, the the biographies are outstanding, and the, the dark side of wrestling has been awesome. This week they did one on China, uh, the former wrestler, the ninth wonder of the world, uh, who's a part of D-Generation X. Um, I'm sure everyone knows who China was. She's been a part of the, uh, she was actually on the Toucher and Rich show, uh, not a couple of years back, like five years ago or so, and, um, told her story and, uh, they were trying to do a, um, redemption story of China. And for those who remember her, like she was this, this wrestler that, you know, v- very masculine, um, Ends up, because, you know, she was a bodyguard for a period of time, became a male a wrestler, and then she started doing Playboy. And, you know, and then we know the story from there. She was with Triple H. Triple H is no longer there. He's married. You know, it's a lot of there. But think about her life after all that. Um, and Vice did a, um, a biography on her, or a documentary on her. And I'm watching it, and I see Robbie Rhodes' team around there. Rob Polito, is a lot of you know, people know him as. And I'm like, holy crap. And I'm, I know that they had a relationship, like, like a friendship or whatever. And I watched the whole entire thing, and, dude, it was so powerful. Like, literally, it was so powerful. Um, And I just reached out to Rob. I'm like, dude, you want to come on and, t- and tell your stories? Like, absolutely. So we're going to have him on later on today at uh, at 1020. I'm telling you, if you haven't seen this, watch it this week. It, it's really good. And I, I'm a wrestling fan telling you that. Forget about being a wrestling fan. Just watching it. Is better. It's better. It was, you know how everyone was into the Britney thing that happened a while back. This is way better, way better. Um, so we'll talk to Rob coming up uh, in about an hour or so, um, and we'll get him caught up on everything. Um, I, so I wanted to just mention this quickly. Uh, obviously, the, the, you know everything's opened up now. People aren't wearing face masks as much. Most people are vaccinated. And I don't want to get into that because I know people in sports are talking about this now. But when I go out now. I've noticed something um, when, when it comes to sports, you know, there's people throwing bottles at people, people throwing popcorn at, Tra- at Trey Young, like people spitting on people, like the fights in the stands, the Suns and four guys, like all this, everyone has been cooped up for a while and acting like idiots. I'm going to flat out tell you that. And when I've gone out to restaurants and whatever, I feel like people are jerks mm. like, Oh, the food's taking too long or whatever. Like, do you understand how understaffed people are right now? Nobody wants to work if you're on unemployment, for that matter. Nobody wants to work in general. Like, yeah, just just to add to that, to put in perspective of the restaurant industry, there are several situations from different establishments that I've heard of that they are having trouble hiring because of unemployment benefits. Yep. But now there's restaurants who are offering cash. Yes, exactly. So that they can collect unemployment, unemployment yeah. as a perk to go to that rest or to work for that restaurant, yep. which is highly illegal. Oh, by the very, way. and not to mention, but that that's happening. You, you could work a certain amount of hours a week and still collect unemployment. Like you can do that; they'll let you work. You know, whatever it is. 
Uh, all I'm trying to say is that, like, take it easy in some of these restaurants. And I, I, I'm, I'm, and also, I'm also being a hypocrite when I say this, but I've, I live on the North Shore. Okay, I grew up in Hyde Park. I, I used to get fried clams at Tony's and, and, you know, the clam box. And, like, that was my thing to do, go to Walston Beach, hang out. Like, that's, that, was, that was it for me. Like, going to Marina Bay. You know what I mean? Then going to the Cape in the summer. That was it for me. I never crossed the Tobin Bridge. I never did Gloucester, Rockport, you know, Newburyport, Essex, all this stuff. I never did it. And now that I live on the North Shore, I am just the the amount of like, you know, seafood that I'm close like near, it's it's unbelievable. And I've been Looking, I love lobster rolls. I'm hot buttered all day long, okay? If you want to get on me about the no mayo, cold, whatever, I'm hot buttered all day, and I've discussed this before on the show. And um, and I don't want to sound like a hypocrite, but I've I've gone out, and I haven't had a good lobster roll yet. Um, And I don't know if it's because of staffing. I don't know if it's because of the pen. I don't know. I don't. Maybe is what it is. You I just mean this year. Yeah, okay. I, I, so like it's funny because uh, last week the wife's like, "Oh, let's let's go out," and she goes, "We're gonna go to this place in Winthrop, and it's you know Belle Isle Seafood." And I'm like, "Oh, I've heard of that. It's got a real nice view." And I, the lobster was—I got to tell you—it was a very good lobster roll. They also had a sign that said, "We are not fast food. Please be patient." Let's just say I was very patient, <laughs> uh, but the the lobster roll hit the spot. I finally had a good lobster roll. Um, and it's funny because this week was National Lobster Day or whatever, or Lobster Roll Day or whatever. And all these people are like, yeah, you got to go here, you got to go there, you got to go there. And for me, there's 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 one spot. And it's down in Brewster. It's called JT's. They make a jumbo. I have yet to have anything better than that. I just, I haven't. Um, and it, I know it got brought up this week. I was tweeting about it or whatever like that. Um, but I'm hot buttered all day long. I need a nice toasted bun. I, I don't want to call any places out, but I recently got a lobster roll on an Italian roll. Okay? Not toasted, not with butter. Like, you know how you make a, a, a grilled cheese, Tucker? You know? There are several methods to go about a grilled cheese, Joe, yeah. So, like, you know, like I like... Sourdough, the, I like. Well, you know, if you're going to, like, make a hot dog, right? A hot dog. I want my bun nice and toasted. Yep. Sometimes I, I put a little butter on it. You know, sure. little, you know. So I want a buttered bun. I want my thing toasted, buttered. Like, you know, don't just give me an Italian roll. Yeah, you got to do something <laughs> to the roll. Yeah. It's too much bread. Uh, and like, for, for example, I don't love cold lobster. I love lobster. And I eat it however they give it to me and I put the butter on it, whatever. But I need a little bit of love when it comes to the bun. I, you know, a little bun. I need, I need some love on the buns. You know what I mean? We all love, we all love buns. We it's a very love. important detail, Joe. And um, so again, I, you know, July Fourth coming up, going down the cave. Like my, my whole life right now. Get to July third. Get to July third, and then because I got the beers, I got the food, I got the I got the ciders ready to go from down east. I got the steak tips from Dom's, all good to go with the sausages. Like I am, I am ready. I got my beach chair, got the plays, got the pool, got the beach, all that. I got I know where I'm going when I go down there. I know like I'm gonna get ice cream at Sunday school. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna so like, you know, Dan just asked a bunch of outdoor spots. I know some outdoor spots down there. Fisherman's view and sandwich, great outdoors if you want to go out there. There you go, Dan. Boom. Fisherman's view is one of them. All right. 
You want to know who makes a damn good lobster roll and has great outdoor seating? The Look it up. The Lobster Pool in Rockport. You order the food, you sit outside on a view. And you can BYOB if you want, too. doesn't have to be booze. You can bring your own you know, drinks or whatever. Um, anyways, the point of my story was, when I've been going out right now, can you be nice? Can you be nice to, to each other and to the staffs? And no, because everybody's me, 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 me. No, no, the problem is everyone's been cooped up. Right. And everyone's now thinks that they can act the way that they, however they want. Yeah, selfish pricks. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I'm going out tonight. I, I know where I'm going tonight. I'm going to the Kowloon. And now, now everyone's like, oh, Joe, you, know, you go yeah. there all the time. I haven't been to the Kowloon. Shocking Cow- development. No, 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 I haven't been to the Kowloon like, since they've opened up the outside. You want to go for an outside uh, experience? They have a drive through if you want to uh, drive in, if you want to go watch a movie. They have outside dining, and now they have a new bar out there. I'm going to go check it out tonight, and I'm pumped for it. And it's local, and it's down the street, and I'm excited. So anyways, I have more uh, best outdoor spots. So I gave you two. I gave you three, actually. Kowloon, Lobster Pool, and uh, in Sandwich, uh, there's a place called um, Fisherman's View. And generally what we do on this show <laughs> is people want to give me their opinion. Hey, got to go here, Joe. Hey, tell Lifshutz this. So anything goes on the Joe show, as you all know. And the phone number here is 617-779. Zero ninety eight five. I will give you my thoughts on the Kemba Walker trade coming up in a minute here. Uh, but anything you guys want to get in on uh, now is the time. Uh, Big Jim and Gasper, I believe, uh, take over next. So let's bang out a couple of calls, and then we'll take a break here. Drew's in Rhode Island. What's up, Drew? Hey, what's up, Jimbo? Uh, Joe. Joe Murray. Joe. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, 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 you already started. Already, it's the Joe show, and you're calling me Jimbo. I mean, no, that's topical. You, I, I, that, that's my fault. Uh, so, listen, buttered lobster roll, best I've ever had. My girl crushes lobster rolls. Okay. Uh, Dunes, Dune Brothers in Providence. Mm. It'll be a little bit of a ride for you. I, I respect Providence. I like, I like Providence. I, they, Dude, I, I have friends in Providence. Slamming. I, had their, I was there last night. Great outdoor uh, seating. You got I, oh, so it's a good, a good outdoor beer. venue? Good outdoor venue? Yeah. Listen, it's not huge. You know what I mean? It's a smaller spot, but it's absolutely delicious, and I crushed their fish and chips last night. So you got a little haddock and a little chippies, yeah? Oh, nailed it. Uh, hot buttered or uh, Connecticut style, the, uh, the uh, mayo? For, for the lobster, no, it was hot buttered. Yeah, baby. Hot buttered all the way. A little, I think there was a little celery salt on the bun for you. Oh, no, no, that out, little, uh, that out. bun action. No celery, out. no lettuce, out. No, what's up? Tell him no, no, no. It wasn't celery. It was celery salt on the bun. Oh, okay, okay. All right, I what's, think. What's and the name of the place again? Too. Dunes Brothers. Dunes All in right. Providence. Providence. Cool. We got friends in Providence. Sound like you guys are from Providence. Oh well. All right. Well, we'll take another call. Well, uh, Andrew's in Milton. What's up, Andrew? You want a you want a good outdoor uh, spot down the Cape slash to get a lobster roll or breakfast or lunch or dinner? Um, Sasuet Harbor and Dennis, that's the spot. There's a marina right there. There's boats everywhere. It's right on the beach. There's picnic tables. It's unbelievable. Dude, I haven't been there yet. Um, where is it? Like the Bass River, uh, right up there? Is that that spot? Or so it's, uh, if you if you go over the Sagamore, it would be around exit nine B, okay. right around right around Dennis Port. It's like right in between Dennis and Brewster. Like the cre- like- oh, okay, further down. Okay, I know what you mean. Not like yeah, Cremon yeah. Cone so area. He- 
Exactly, yeah. So I'd get off exit 9B or 10, and then it's like 10 minutes from there, dude. you hey, got to get there. Hey, hey, hey Andrew, you know, when you know when you go to the Cape, right, they screwed up the signs now? We don't know what the exits are? I have, you know what? That's a good point. I have no so, freaking idea what exit to get off at my so, Sorry, I don't know if he swore right there, so we'll just do a dump anyways. Um I don't. I don't. I didn't hear anything. I don't so. think he dumped, but I dumped. But. Okay, thank you. But all, all I mean by it, though, Tucker, is that they've changed the sign, the 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 exits. Oh, I know. Yeah, I don't even know what the new exits are anymore. I don't know anything. Just read the town. No, no, <laughs> no, no. I won't fall for that one. I've done this already, dude. I stop in. Uh, I, I talked about this one morning already, but. I like to go to the the Wakefield, uh, the little gas station down there in the morning. I went good to gas, that. good gas there, I, I, great gas, and they have two cool blue uh, Gatorades for three dollars and fifty cents. Can't get there <laughs> anywhere else, <laughs> so that's why I go there. Best Gatorades, all right. And I they changed the exit on me. It used to be exit forty two. Now it's like sixty nine or something. Hell yeah! And I, <laughs> that's the only reason why I remembered it. Anyways, they changed the. Uh, that's another thing, though. He's like, I go down exit nine and ten. Yeah, probably it's gonna be like exit one forty-five when I drive down there now. It's the Joe Show. Anything goes. Six one seven 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 nine zero ninety eight five. I'm Joe Murray. You're listening to ninety eight five The Sports Hub. Boston's home for sports. Ninety eight five The Sports Hub. Relatable, reliable, and even relentless at times. This is Boston's home for sports. 98.5 The Sports Hub. All right, back here at 98.5 The Sports Hub. I'm Joe Murray. It is the Joe Show. It's back. Uh, hockey season now officially here in Boston's over, even though the Montreal Canadiens won last night. And if you're rooting for the Canadiens, I don't know who you are. I mean, it's fine if you want to do it as like a bit, but if you're really rooting for them, oh god! Oh, what so they can? Oh, I want them to beat the the Out on that. Um, I see you guys lined up on the phone lines again. Anything goes, you know. I, I was talking to you know lobster rolls and you know outdoor dining. I, I just wrote down a, a few more great outdoor dining spots, and I'm talking like ocean view stuff like that. Um, there's a couple of places you can go just outside too. Uh, I'll share some of those, but I did want to just get into the Kemba Walker um, trade quickly, and I see my man Tommy and Lynn is on the line. He's got a thought on the Celtics. What up, Tommy? What's up, Joe? How are you? How you doing, bro? A little morning, a little morning call, huh? Yeah, a little morning call for my boy Joe Murray. I, I was just hearing you on I the radio f- talking about some food. Yeah, I figured you'd be at like Tony. You know, at Tony's, like you know, and you're still like oh, sleeping no. in today. You know, actually, Tony's opens at eight a.m. on Saturdays. But anyways, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna talk about this Kemba Walker and Al Horford trade. Yeah. So I want to know your input. What do you think about it? What do you think about it? I I like it actually because it was because uh, Kemba he had bad knees over here. He wasn't really that good. We had to limit his minutes. He couldn't play back to back, so it was a good. It was a good trade. We got Big Al Horford back, and that kid Brown supposedly be really good. So let's see what he can do here, and see what he can contribute to the Celtics. And also, Joe, I just heard you're going to go to the Kowloon tonight. I hope you have fun there. I dude, I'll be going. Hey, by the way, we're going to get a freestyle from you or what? We'll go, we'll do a little freestyle. Hey, yo, Joe. It's about time for you to hit the Kowloon later after you're done with the show. I'm just chilling at my house 
maybe I'll come pop in and say what up to you, Joe Murray. Hey. Hey. Hey, real quick, Tommy. Uh, I know you're from Lynn. There's a great outdoor spot. It used to be called the Red Rock Bistro, but now it's mm-hmm. Mi- Mission on the Bay and Swampscott. Dude, that <laughs> that might be the best view in the city. Yeah, I know it is. You can see the ocean. You can see anything. You can see the hot Marblehead. You can see Swampscott. You can see it all. And the fireworks over there right there on the there, July 3rd. There you go, man. So uh, another right. another good outdoor spot. Thanks, Tommy. Uh, yeah, Mission Mission on the Bay, dude. It's uh, it's right in Swampscott. So I go to Nahant Beach all the time. But yeah, if you're in like the Marblehead that area, dude, check it out. And you got to sit upstairs on the rooftop, man. They have like a little like a jazz playing or bands playing. Um, the menu's real light. It's easy, but uh, by far you will not find a better view, like actual view from somewhere you sit, than in that spot. And that's throughout the city. That's that's my own opinion on that one. Uh, when it comes to the Kemba Walker trade, um, I, I'm already looking ahead, but it's a salary dump. It's a dump. I, however you want, oh, yeah, Al Horford will bring this, this, and that. I don't know if he will. I, I really don't. I like Al Horford personally. I think he's a nice guy. I think he's a good teammate. Um, you know, he was an all-star at one point. When he played last year, he was good. Um, this was to move on from Kemba Walker and his contract. That's all it was. You got back Walk. Uh, you got back Horford, who can give you something this year, and then his deal is partially guaranteed the next year, which is a movable deal if you want to move it. Um, that's it. You know, the, you'll save nine million dollars between Walker and Horford next year. Uh, we mentioned the partial guarantee of fourteen and a half million. Um, they can move on from that. I think to get out of if they if they wanted to. There will be players available down the line. Bradley Beal seems like the big name because of the relationship um, with with Jason Tatum. The guy that I'm looking at for the point guard going forward, I, and by the way, I think you can find point guards. Like, I just watched Reggie Jackson play last night. You know, I watched uh, Maxi, who's a drafted, what, 20, drafted from the 76ers last night, just played over Ben Simmons. Terrence Mann, right, just just did very well last night for the Clippers. You can find point guards. Terry Rozier you found. You can find point guards. So don't don't sweat the point guard thing. Um. But there are some players that I think they could be linked to. One of them might be Lonzo Ball. I know some people might be like, oh, no, no. No, dude, I actually think Ball with with the two Js would be really, really good. Now, for the Pelicans to give that up after the Anthony Davis trade, I probably – but you can do it. If you wanted to make him an offer, Fournier is someone you can give up. Like, you you have the contracts to do it. That would be one guy to keep in mind if you really want to get a young player, another young talent. And you'd still, I think, be able to get a max player um, in a couple of years. That's someone I would take a look at. Uh, but overall, the deal, it's a salary dump. I don't know if they've got better. I don't think they did. If you're looking at the Celtics to be a contender next year, I think you're, you're – I, I wouldn't I wouldn't think so. I just – I don't. I think with what the Nets are doing right now and, you know, the seven, I don't know what the 76ers are going to do depending on what happens with them in game seven, but – the more I look at it here, like the Celtics have a view that in two years they're going to have enough salary cap to go out and get a third star. And I think that's what we should be looking at as, as people who cover the team and our fans. That's that's how I look at it, Tuck. I don't know if you had an opinion on the... Uh... No, I was just going to ask you, Joe, do you think that deal gets done yesterday if Danny Ainge is still here? You know, it's interesting. I actually want to bring that up on the other side because... Um, you know, hoarder Danny, right? Not not trader Danny. And 
Like, I don't know if he would have traded the 16th overall pick. I don't either. And I, I have some stats to bring up. You know, do they really value that type of pick? Um, I'll bring that up here on the other side. Let's take a couple calls. 617-779-0985. We got Steven and Hall. What's up, Steven? Hey, quick quick, funny story. Jumping back to the lobster talk. So, yeah. Um, obviously, like New Englanders, we all think we know everything about lobster, center of the universe particularly Maine, right? Those Mainers. Yeah. Um, so my, my cousin opened up a lobster company. Not my cousin, my brother-in-law out in uh, Utah. Doing well, doing okay. He enters a contest in Portland, Maine. Best lobster roll in the world. And you had you had companies from like New York, Massachusetts, Connecticut, all over, all over. He winds up winning it, winning number one. You wouldn't believe how pissed off they were in Portland, Maine. There was articles in the. <laughs> and there was articles in the. A guy from Utah comes to Portland and, and wins. What's that? A guy from Utah comes to Portland and wins the lobster uh, lobster roll contest. Oh yeah, and they were outraged. They were. They thought it was fixed. They were outraged. So I've never had a Utah lobster, but I'll tell you, I've had lobster like in Florida. Man, oh, what is man. that? That's not lobster. It's like a white. Like, what is that? That's like not lobster. Well, whatever they're serving out there. Well, he actually gets it from he he imports it from Maine, so it's mm. it's, it's a New England lobster roll, but it oh, yeah. but it's in Utah, oh. and um, yeah, for, uh, if you're ever out there, Park City or Salt Lake City, Freshies Lobster, check it out. Oh yeah, there's a, a Globe article about this, right? Yeah, yeah, for yeah. Sure. I'm reading it right there. I'll send it to you, Joe. All right, Steve. Thanks, buddy. Uh, I love. I mean, listen, I love lobster. Oh, give me a nice little lazy lobster. Oh, what are they? What is the batter? Like, I don't even, it's it's butter, and it tastes like just broken up Ritz crackers. And just, oh, lazy lobster, man. It's so good. Oh. Hey, JP's in North Providence. What's up, JP? Marina Murray. Good morning, sir. How you doing? Joe, we got a couple of topics. Let's get the uh, first off. Someone rooting for the Canadians. I still have nightmares of Guy Lafleur going top shelf and not going to start of the playoffs. What's next? We're going to root for the Yankees and Bucky Bleep and Dent nightmares? Come on. We don't root for Canadians around here. Tampa Bay, if they're going if, if to lose Knights, bury them. I cannot root for the Canadians. Now, Joe, we're going to talk a little... Uh, little outdoor, not by the water, but last night, Maria's Cucina on Broadway in Providence. Mm. I had the best meatballs. I thought Canova's had them. These were outstanding. My date had the uh, scallops. I'm allergic to seafood, Joe, so mm. I don't appreciate it. But when, when she was saying how good they were, if you're down on Providence, instead of the hill, you go over one street on Broadway. Outstanding. And, Joe, next Saturday night, Kowloon's Dave Macklin Band. I'll be there. Dude, no way. Really? Yep, who's playing there tonight? Or you don't know. Uh, you there's don't a, no, there's the uh, outdoor beach band or something tonight. I saw that. So you're going to go to Kowloon next week? Next Saturday night, Dave Macklin, one of the best cover bands around. Mm-hmm. World premiere band, but Dave Macklin puts on a show. Sounds just like Luther Vandross, I swear to God. When I'll be there next Saturday night, Joe. You can't miss me. I'll be the Italian-looking old guy with glasses. Maybe I'll uh, Maybe I'll swing on through. You'll be the guy with the crowd around you signing autographs, I'm the fat guy with the Hawaiian shirt uh, that's drinking Scorpion Bulls. All right. I like that. Sounds like a a character on Family Guy. (laughs) That's right. Give McFarlane a call. 
Hey, uh, wait, wait, real quick. The meatballs, right? Were they were they like the fat meatballs or the little meatballs? They were the big one, Joe. It was so good. It was like a whole meal. They were outstanding. Mm. Great sauce. It was out outdoor dining, right up on the. Uh, they got like an old Victorian, beautiful spot. Used to be the Itloa Italian American Club in Providence. It's an old mansion. You might like it, Joe. All right, man. Thanks, JP. He's gonna go to the loon next week. I don't know, do I want to meet my my the listeners though? Like like I I don't I don't know if I want to know what JP no, looks like well, you know. I probably, he calls in every yeah, week. I'd probably say no because every listener I have a visual of, and I don't want that visual well, to be ruined. Well, that's what happened with Mark Jumelli, right? <laughs> I, who I love, by the way. But now that I I saw him on Channel Seven, like I don't know, a couple what a month ago, two ago. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Man on the street yeah. interview. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, well, you know, here on the North End, you know, we got the meatballs and the Anthony's and. Oh, well, you could, you, hey man, you're the best man of that wedding, dude. You and Mark have spent a lot of time together. Yeah. You know, are there any recliners at this uh, event at that hotel you guys are staying at? At the hotel? Yeah. Like, I, that'd be great if the bride and groom were just in recliners. I just like, you know, he just, <laughs> or just Mark Jamelli as a recliner at the table. <laughs> he, everybody comes up to him like the Godfather. Uh, uh, Tom's in the car. What's up, Tom? Hey. Good morning, Joe. Hey, Joe, though? this is right up your alley. When you're cooking a steak, I'll make a recommendation, mm-hmm. and then I was going to make a recommendation on a real good smoker that's mm-hmm. inexpensive. But what's your preferred way to, to – if you had a nice two-inch, inch-and-a-half ribeye, how would you cook that? So normally I salt it up, but I, I, I put a nice dry rub on it. I really like a, a good old dry rub. I've been into this Trader Joe's coffee rub of late. Uh, but, yeah, that's generally what I would do, salt, salt and rub. But how would you cook it though? Oh, I'm a, I'm a medium guy. Uh, you know, no, I, no, I what prefer? Do you do propane? Do you do so, uh, charcoal? So right now, right now it's propane. I generally it's kind of like what six minutes aside, probably a, a really hot high temperature. All right. Well, here you need to step up to the big leagues. Six minutes aside. Well, I don't know what side. What's you that have? hockey puck you're making? That that that's well done. No, I, I would do that. I would say no. I would say it's usually if it's on probably, high heat. Yeah, five hundred. Oh, that's maybe? that's a hockey puck, man. No, no, it's definitely medium. I do I do high heat three minutes each side. See you later. Yeah, maybe maybe yeah. five minutes. Maybe I'm maybe I'm off on that. Yeah, this is how you got to cook it. All right, bro. Yeah, the Weber charcoal grill. Weber charcoal. Weber the Weber charcoal. I have a Weber propane, but yeah, go ahead. Okay, blows away propane. By the way, uh, yeah. you get the hardwood charcoal. You know, Lowe's and Home Depot have it, but actually, the best one is red oak at Walmart. It's the highest rated. Mm. You pile it up on one side real high so it's right below the grate because the grate on a Weber is higher than where the coals normally are. Mm. So you got to put them up high. And in the chimney, you put either oak chunks or mesquite chunks in the top of your chimney that when you're lighting your charcoal. And you dump it and you pile it up high. You sear it. You know, depending upon, you know, with the cover off for like two minutes each side, maybe a little bit longer, so you get a brown crust. Then you move the steak off the charcoal to the right. You put the lid on it, and you cook it however long, you know, three, four, five minutes off the heat with the smoke permeating through the steak. It'll be the best steak you ever had. If you're not cooking with wood, whether it's oak or mesquite on your steaks, you're really missing the boat. Secondly, and this is the other thing I found out, you can turn that Weber charcoal grill into a $500 smoker 
by getting this thing called the Smokinator on AmazingRibs.com. Smokinator. And the, rib, the ribs on my grill are better than my brother's big green egg. More flavor. Uh, they're not dried out. The big green egg is, I call it the big green scam. Mm. All right. All right. Sorry, Tom. I got to go. I know we're up against it. But uh, I, I, we had a, a brisket this week. I think the thing was like four and a half hours or something. Came out good. Yeah, that's not long enough. I know. It was, yeah. We, brisket's usually 12, 13 hours. Well, yeah. Well, this was like a little, you know, this wasn't. Yeah. A little, like, little guy there, you know. Uh, oh, man. Barbecue. Lobster. I don't know. I, I had a good chowder last week, too. I don't want to get into the chowder talk either, but I, I want to get back to the Celtic stuff. And of course, anything goes. I don't think you do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you do. I really don't think you want to. <sighs> I have heard, though, uh, charcoal is the way to go. I like, like, when I tailgate, I love charcoal. But man, my Weber grill's outstanding. That's a fire that bad. Genesis of the spirit. Oh, ooh, I don't know. Actually, is it a smaller it's one? A three, yeah, that's a, a three, spirit. Yeah. Spirit, still, which is solid. Which penny. is solid, yeah. But yeah, Weber's where it was at, man. My other one uh, fell apart. But all right, uh, more of the Joe Show next on ninety eight five The Sports Hub. Boston's home for sports. Ninety eight five The Sports Hub. We've got Boston sports cover coming and going. Ninety eight five The Sports Hub. All right, back here at 985 The Sports Hub. I'm Joe Murray. Um, <clears throat> I just checked. I had to make sure I was right with the steak, how I cook it. I had to make a call quickly. And, uh, yeah, I, uh, I I make mine medium. medium. Uh, maybe I was wrong about the degrees. I fire it up to 500, and then I open it up a little bit. Uh, but, yeah, here it says uh, to place a steak on the grill. Um, for lightly charred, four to five minutes, turn the steak over, continue for three to five minutes, and that's medium rare. Yeah, uh, but you said six minutes aside. Yeah, that's says, 12 minutes total. Says, that's too much. Five to seven minutes for medium. Yeah, I, I do medium rare, so that's probably yeah. why. So, yeah, so, uh, and so somebody just tweeted me, I'm floored, Joe Murray cooks a steak for but, I gotta uh, say, I'm surprised too, Joe. But no, I mean, I, that's what it says here. Medium. I, I no, do. I'm surprised you're a medium guy. I always took you as a medium rare guy. So certain, th- oh, dude, like, uh, I, every year we do prime rib. Um, yeah, that's rare. Generally on the, I mean, that's, the, that's prime rib. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't like anything really overcooked. Like, I'm not, oh, but I mean, those burnt ends on a brisket, though. Or like, um, what is it like? So pastrami? What is it on the uh, pastrami? Oh my god, pastrami's little, brisket. Yeah. yeah, like that little, oh, those little edge sides. Oh man, I'm in on all of that stuff. Oh, like I'm in on all of that. But yeah, I had to look it up. I'm like, dude, this is. And I called the wife. I'm like, hey, we usually cook steak. We do about five. She's like, yeah, but we usually got to lower the temperature a little bit. I'm like, oh, okay, there we go. I just wanted to. I had to make it clear, you know what right. I mean? I just want. But yeah, it, you, you it, ever do the uh, reverse sear? Yes, that's. Yes. I think that's the so, way to go. So, if you got the time, though. Well, what's funny is I, I make, I, I laugh about the air fryer. Like you know, I, I used it when during a pandemic. I was stuck in the house a lot. Um, the the air fryer really was outstanding. Like, uh, it, um, you put certain things in there, and it, I gotta tell you, like people said, sausages pop pop four of those bad boys in there, high temperature, dude. 
gets rid of all that stuff. It's it's really good. Um, but I'm not really like the grill man. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like a, I, I eat the food more than I like prep it and cook it. You seem like someone that might prep it and cook it a little more than me. It, yeah, it, depending on the time, yeah. Like, if I just want a steak, like, in, you know, 15 minutes, I'll fire up the propane. But if I get a little more time, I'll do a reverse here. Yeah, maybe I'll start to, I'll think about a charcoal, maybe. Uh, maybe just like a little one on the side or something, you know? He is right, though. That that caller is right. It's, it's like charcoal or, uh, you know, I'd uh, add cast iron pan sear to that, and then propane would be last. I love a burger on charcoal. Yeah. Like, when I tailgate, oh. It's just, that's another time-consuming thing is the charcoal. That's right. Just got to really kind of fire it up here. Um, so here's what I wanted to mention just quickly about the uh, the trade with Kemba Walker. Um, Tucker, you asked about, you know, do you think the Ainge would have made this move? I don't know. I don't know if Ainge would have made this move. Yeah, I don't think he would have. It's not so much about the first-round pick or anything like that. Just there might have been another way to get out of the contract. There might have been a team willing to give up multiple people. Maybe you could cut them. Maybe they weren't guaranteed deals. You know that Ainge would ask for more. I'm sorry, he would have. He would have asked for, like, Oakland's future. Uh, Oakland, uh, Oakland uh, yeah. OKC's future he, first. He would have asked for and then something. the deal wouldn't have gotten exactly. done. Exactly. Sam Preston would have I been like, I no. guarantee that wouldn't have gotten done. No. And listen, I can, how many, like, we could just bring up the Pacers deal that just uh, that just didn't happen. Miles Turner, But yeah. think about the Paul George deal that didn't happen because the, he, Ainge asked too much for it, you know? Um, I'm fine with the moving on from a first-round pick. I, I really am because, you know, I think that what we're trying, what we're actually seeing now is that um, Stevens might not value, for what he's been through over the last couple of years, a lot of the mid-round picks don't get playing time. Like, Neesmith saw playing time at the end of the year, but maybe that was because of injuries, right? Like, I thought that was more of a desperation thing, yeah. Yeah, but Grant Williams, like, come on. He's a he's an end-of-the-bench yeah, guy him. on the team. And um, and I'll look it up because I, 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 I wanted to look into it a little bit more. Um, when it came to, like, you know, Danny Ainge, right, picks 10 through 19. Like, just going back to 03, Troy Bell, uh, Gerald Green, whatever. Uh, Avery Bradley was a hit at 19. Uh, James Young, 17. Terry Rozier, fine player, right? Fine player. Gershon Yubiselli, and then Lankford and Neesmith were 14. So do they really miss out on the 16th pick this year? Unless Langford and Neesmith become something, did they really miss out? Let's be honest, people. It's the 16th pick. If they're on the team for more than a couple of years, the contract becomes three and four million bucks. Like Langford next year is going to be a hefty number. You probably want to include him in a deal, you know, unless you think you can get something out of him. You know? I got people calling and telling me now about the cuts and the sirloin strip and the medium rare and the Del Monte versus the ribeye and like, you know, the porterhouse and the T-bone. And now we're, now we're really getting into it. And this is from a guy who worked at Capitol Grill, which, by the way, is one of my favorite yeah. steakhouses. Yep. Um, Do a fantastic job. Oh, every I've never had a bad experience at the Capitol Grill. So, I get I get the Kona when I go to the Capitol Grill. Yeah, the, the coffee rub. rub. Oh, dude, it's so yeah. good. I made a coffee rub uh, New York Strip the other day. It was good. And I've tried them all. The one I haven't been to yet is Ruth Chris. Haven't been there yet. You um, done the Grill 23? Yeah, well, yeah, years ago. That's a good, that's a good place. That's my favorite. Um, I still love Del Frisco's, you know. I haven't, I haven't had that. Seaport Del Frisco, yeah. man. Yeah. They have this dessert called Butter Cake. 
Just give it a try. Don't ask questions. Just, just, uh, just give it a try, man. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention too is the Celtics have used twenty-seven first-round picks uh, in the last seven years. Twenty-one, twenty-one first-round picks in the last seven years. They have eleven first-round picks the next seven years. So, I know you can hit on a couple of guys here, here and there. I'm telling you, this team is looking ahead to that 22-23 season. This is the NBA now, people. Celtics fans, you might not like it. You might be like, oh, next year, Al Horford, yeah. And, oh, yeah, he's really going to help the Jays and then get another point guard like Lonzo. And, yeah, you're right in it. You're in the con. No, no, that's not the plan. The plan is to be competitive. Don't go over the luxury tax. Free up as much cap space as you can to go out and get another max player. That's it. They've now identified that the the two Jays can't win alone. They can't. Even with a third all-star in Kemba Walker, who I think Kemba's got a legit knee thing that's that's done forever. And you know what? Kemba Walker, I I've he drove me nuts last year that he played every personally, like it drove me nuts that he couldn't play back to back games and that's the way it was all year long. Dude's a good citizen. He was a hell of a player for many years. Never missed games. I think they might have got damaged goods. And Al Horford coming back, he's a nice guy. He fills a role for them. But in the end, it's a lose. It's a lose for the team. 617-779-0985. More sports stuff on the table. I told you we'll talk about the uh, the China. Um, Outstanding documentary uh, that was on Vice this week. I'll kind of get you caught up on that. We'll talk about Rob Polito, formerly uh, Robbie Roadsteamer, for those who know him. He was a part of it. Talk with him at 10.20 today. Uh, the second hour of the Joe Show coming up next. You're on 98.5 The Sports Hub.